You're now listening to a Real Media Network production. Welcome back to Come About, a minute-by-minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. Here we are at minute 82 of the film. I'm Mike Brace, and I'm here with my wife, Jenna. Hello. So, what happened this minute, Jenna? Mm, So, uh, Rose is fiddling with the safe, and um, she had just said that Cal insists on lugging the ugly thing around everywhere as they go. And Jack is like, oh, you know, are we expecting him back anytime soon? And she's like, no, as long as there's cigars and brandy, like, he's he's not coming back. And um, she takes the heart of the ocean, the yes. necklace, out of the safe, and she shows it to Jack. And he's like, oh, wow, that's crazy (laughs) he's like what is it sapphire she's like no it's a diamond we know it's a diamond we do yeah we went over the whole thing remember that episode where i went on for way too long about chemical makeups of Mm. uh (laughs) of barely oh yeah (laughs) um so anyway she just explains that it's a rare diamond and she says i want you to draw me like one of your french girls wearing this and he's like okay And then she's, like, wearing only this. And then he's, like, gulp. (laughs) And uh, so then there's no more dialogue for the rest of the minute. You just see Rose getting ready. She takes the butterfly hair comb clip thing out of her hair. And Jack is rearranging the furniture. And then you see a close-up shot of who we presume to be James Cameron. Probably. Sharpening the... It's not a pencil, it's like the... Yeah, like a charcoal. Charcoal, yeah. Pencil, yeah. Yeah. But it's not like a lead pencil. No, but yeah, you would still call it a pencil. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then Rose is starting to come out of the room, and uh, Jack is just looking up. That's where the minute ends. We're in for a lot of, I don't know how many many minutes it's going to be, but there's very little dialogue of him drawing her. Yeah. I know one piece of dialogue. I know a couple pieces of dialogue. While he's actually... Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um... Man, yeah, not... Not too much happened, uh, <laughs> this nope. time around. Uh, let's see. I don't think I have anything. Yeah, so we didn't even get the whole... The couch. Yeah, the La- That should be the next minute, Frodian, I'm sure. Frodian, slip. Fruit. Fro- You'll get it. No, I it. won't, because I think that's right. Freudian. Fro- Freudian. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. No, Sigmund no. Freud. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> You're a genius. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
what more do we have to say? I think we've mentioned we've it a couple about that times. So many times. Um, it's finally coming up. Yeah. Can't wait. And even just the fact that, yeah, it's James Cameron drawing her and like we brought it all we mm-hmm. we've talked about all yeah. of this stuff before. Yeah. <laughs> we uh prematurely talked about so many things. Yeah. And now we'll have nothing to talk about next minute. We're already struggling this minute, yeah. so... We'll have to bring, like, Justin back for his favorite scene. Oh, yeah, should I? <laughs> I wonder if... Do you think... think we'll he's see busy? them? <laughs> no, I was going to say, you think we'll see them no. next minute? Not the next minute, right? But the minute after that? No, because we're doing them tonight. Oh, yeah, no, no, I mean, but I'm just talking about the actual nudity part, like... Oh, well, gonna oh we're gonna, next, yeah, 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 because yeah. she's coming out, she's about to drop her, oh, okay. she's just wearing a little robe. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to be looking at a naked Kate for quite a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, I was just kind of curious. It's a good thing we do this in the basement, because if we had it paused on, like, a naked scene... <laughs> In front of like a window. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> For twenty uh, <laughs> minutes, just the same picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be fun. Would be funny. Um, I was just kind of interested because we've seen so. Yeah, we've seen this room a few times throughout the movie, and we've seen it when it was, you know, at the bottom of the ocean when they mm-hmm. went to it, and. Um, I was kind of curious because, yeah, there's that mantelpiece mm-hmm. that's, you know, really ornate. And it's not I a real fire. Yeah, I didn't Is realize until right say? now. Yeah, it's when not you a real pause fire. it, no, it's just like a, looks like a little radiator yeah, like, in the fireplace. I mean, I look, guess you know, it makes it's probably sense. Really, yeah. I don't know why I thought it would be a yeah, real fireplace. I thought it was going to be a real fire. <laughs> they but, even have so, the poking sticks. Yeah. Weird. To turn it on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could pretend to stoke the fire, um, so, but anyway, that kind of got me interested. Were there any real fireplaces on the Titanic? Do you want to find out? Was the broiler room a lie? <laughs> You're back to saying. Uh, <laughs> it's just boiler. A boiler. Yeah, they're not. Oh, because I'm thinking <laughs> of Burger King. Yes. Uh, why do? You... Jenna just associates <laughs> broilers with Burger King. Yeah. Burger That's how they King cook does... their burgers. Okay, but they're not the only pl- like thing. Broilers exist outside of Burger King. Yeah, but I think it was the first fast food restaurant to cook their burgers like that. That may be the case, but it's not like they invented broilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, so do you think that they're broiling the coal, like to make the <laughs> ship go, or do they? Okay, go on, okay. go on. Um, yeah, so I'm curious if there are, if there were any functional fireplaces mm-hmm. in on the Titanic. Okay. So uh, this led me to uh, encyclopediatitanica.org, and there is a form. Someone asked the question: Did the Titanic have any functional fireplaces? And one user responded um i am convinced at least one fireplace on the titanic was functional and that was the one in the first class smoking room titanic forensics guru roy mengott suggested the pipe connected connecting the roof of the smoking room to the fourth funnel may have been an exhaust point 
for some smoke generated in the fireplace. Mm -hmm. I doubt any of the staterooms had functional fireplaces. I believe most simply had electric heaters positioned within the fireplaces. Such was probably the same for the fireplaces in the first class lounge and reading and writing room. There simply was no uptake that could accommodate smoke from these fireplaces. Further ahead, there would there was that horizontal pipe in the area between funnels one and two, but as I understand it, that pipe vented out chlorine fumes from the laundry deep below and did not accommodate any fireplace smoke. So the way I see it, the first class smoking room likely had the only functional real fireplace on mm. board. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I just never thought of that before. Yeah. Uh, but then I don't know if, um, because then people are kind of correcting, correcting oh, really? this person. Yeah, like, um, not about, not about whether or not there were f functional fireplace or, or if that was the only functional fireplace. But people are like, what laundry? They didn't have, like, because he's saying that one of them, like, funneled like chlorine fumes from the yeah. Uh, laundry. Yeah, yeah. But people are like, few if any ships had such that. In, in the time, the Titanic had facilities for dealing with linen on F-deck, but it wasn't a proper laundry. Uh, the practice then was to hold soiled linen until the ship reached port where it was taken care of by local contractors. So, yeah. Wow. So, I don't know, like some people, okay, and then this person's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're correct. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know, I just thought that that was kind of interesting to mm -hmm. find out. So, yeah, it makes sense when you think about it, right? Because, like, obviously, yeah, how would they deal with all the smoke from, like, if every single, like, first-class uh, room on the Titanic had a functional uh, fireplace where yeah. they'd have to deal with that and how to ventilate it all. And yeah. like, then there would be, you know, maybe they're on, like, the upper, um, you know, deck mm -hmm. or whatever, their room, but then if there's first-class rooms that weren't right that would be below them yeah so yeah it just wouldn't make sense for them yeah. all to have uh functional yeah. so mm -hmm. yeah I, I just never really thought about it until of course we're paused on a minute where uh it's in the background it, yeah. very prominently it's like oh that is clearly not a functional so yeah. like yeah they just had to have can you yeah like it's all just, like, for appearances. It's, like, you know it's not a real fireplace, so, like, yeah. why bother? They don't even do, like, a fake flame thing like yeah. ours. It's just, like, literally a tiny radiator yeah. placed in yeah. the fireplace with a couple fake pieces of wood yeah. in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. poking sticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's all just for appearances and yeah. it's to, like, keep that. But, like... I'd rather them, I don't know, just create something else that looks nice, I guess, that, I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, that, I find, is not as nice, like, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just if it was a more, I don't know, modern fake fireplace, <laughs> but, like, so I wonder In 1912. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, um, it probably wouldn't be, but. Yeah. Can I point out, so you see the fireplace? Above mm. it, there's this decoration. It almost kind of resembles like a seashell type of um, pattern. Yeah. You see yeah. it in, right yep. in the middle? Yep. But it looks like a little monster, right? Because it has like two eyes, a nose, and like teeth. 
see yeah, that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I do see that. Yeah. Like a it's little. It's kind of spooky when you dragon look at it or like something. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the Anyways. big, like. No one else knows what we're talking nope. about. But I, al I also just wanted to comment on, like, I don't know, every time they show this room, I just get so, like, depressed. It's so dark and dungeony and I'm like this is really first class like this is they like this mm -hmm. I would ugh, it's so dark but then also like the car the floor is all carpeted mm -hmm. and it's a very busy like floral design design yeah, pattern and then the furniture is also you know has upholstery that's very flowery and not the same colors and yeah this is, it's just really this is what busy. Class this is, is what they like uh, this yeah i mean think about it even now like i still like picture yeah wealthy places mm -hmm. you know reading rooms and libraries like they're all like this big wooden yeah carved walls cool. that are just you know and all the ornate fixtures on the walls that are just like so overdone really gaudy and yeah, yeah. Um, like simple one thing i was just thinking about too uh, mm -hmm. very early on so way back near the beginning when they're on board and rose is taking out all of the pictures yeah and you're like how would they hang up those pictures yeah on the walls because there's like no yeah, they way can. they can't fit those pictures on the because the wall is yeah. not a flat wall like it yeah. has all of these like there's carvings. wood details yeah. and then there's yeah then just metal like metal details. details so we kind of got the answer in the last minute right what? they're not hung up oh yeah they're, <laughs> they're not they're just they're, they're just, just sprawled like against, up against the yeah, wall yeah like just <laughs> yeah like i didn't even think about it and yeah like they go up to the painting and it's just it's just they're all just out. Like, mm -hmm. why did you even bother taking them out? And, like, they're just on the floor, leaned up against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And they can fall. They can get the damaged. Yeah. You yeah. can walk into you it at night. You could have just left them packed up. Like, yeah. you're not going to... Yeah, you literally can't display them. But now they're just there and... Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Um, anyway, so I just started to think about um, the history of the electric fireplace. Oh, Do you, okay. you know, we talked, we did pretty good for uh, keeping this on Titanic, but... Um, I'm kind of when surprised. When do you think they were invented? I know, I was going to say, I would think after 1912, mm. but obviously not. So, I'm going to say... Mm, 1873. Um... I don't know. I think we'll. I oh, think well, we'll get it. Me? Well, I think we'll get it in this. I don't After know, I you think... read eight pages of uh, a website. No, it's not that long. Okay. It's not that long, thankfully. So, uh, this is from portablefireplace.com. <laughs> uh, the history of the electric fireplace. Um, <laughs> the history of the electric fireplace is more Wait, interesting. Did. You, uh, you didn't have a fireplace growing no. up. No. no. I did. Yeah? No. Cool. I got to poke it. We only did a fire, like, a Congratulations. couple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was in the basement. Okay. When my brothers moved down into the basement is when a couple times we had a fire. 
cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so the history of the electric fireplace is more interesting and perhaps a bit longer than some might think at first. From its belittling introduction to the majestic marble mantle-clad wonders of today, knowing this history will make you unable to look at your electric fireplace the same way again. Mm -hmm. What do you think? You think we're going to have troubles looking at our little electric fireplace? <laughs> I don't turn ours on. Yeah. I'll turn on the light. I never turn on the oh, heat. Oh, yeah. No. I don't trust it's, it. <laughs> it's kind of stupid. Like, yeah. it's just such a big power waster. Yeah, like, and it's I mean, not, like, with our young kids, it's yeah, just like, uh, a chance for them to burn themselves. That's true. That's, that's, it's so easily, that's true. Yeah. you know, it's I meant to say, level. I meant to say that too, but I said that true. <laughs> I could have said that's true. Yeah. But I just said that true. Yeah. Save word. Why well, say more words uh, than a few words do just fine? Okay, so, uh, humble origins among the stars. Traversing the ages, fire has been a common theme in man's journey and advancement, especially in te technological improvements. Uh, while the electric fireplace sits relatively late in the table of harnessing fire, it can claim to be an important innovation, rightly deserving to be made a part of the modern home. But for the first electric fires in... 1873. That's what you're going at? Yes. 1912. Whoa! <laughs> but whoa, whoa, whoa! This is... This like would have been, January would have been, of 1912? Must have been. I mean, this is April, so... Yeah, and I mean, it's not like they, you know, installed them the day before launching. Yeah. They must have been. What month? I wonder if, um, I don't, it doesn't People say. must have lost their mind. They're like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, I wonder if, like, they were just, like, going to... They probably had, like, the... Like, it would have just been an empty fireplace, maybe? Like, they probably had all of these created, you know, like, part of the rooms, because the construction okay, yeah, took a few years. Yeah, that's even crazier. So, so they were like, like, oh, we're just going to make a fake fireplace, and then literally the year, four months before it launches, or less, they're like, hey, we could just stick this in the fireplace. Yeah. Why wouldn't they just not do a fireplace? Wouldn't people, people be just like want that design? They want that part of their room, like especially these people. But then, what if someone noise? tries to make a fire? Oh, oh! In the empty fireplace. Yes. <laughs> you got a poking I, stick. You got a fireplace. I I don't think anyone was stupid enough to do that. Mm -hmm. Stupid enough. Okay, so the play was okay, but for the first electric fire fires in 1912 the play was their restriction what the play yeah what play i don't know electric fires were first used in theater productions mm. like this one by Cent central litho and england company yeah um the first electric fireplaces were a far cry from what we are used to today Far too impractical in their infancy, they still managed to light up the stages of America. They desired to reduce the chances of dangerous fires catching, and in a quickly industrializing world becoming enchanted with the wonders of electricity, the electric fireplace seemed to match to be a match made in heaven. 
However, there were major drawbacks to these early incarnations. Firstly, they were expensive, both to install and to upkeep. Mm. Uh, not many American homes were outfitted with electricity, so for almost all families, the wooden stove was much more useful and viable. Even for families with the wealth required, the electric fireplace faced a second hurdle. The flames weren't all weren't at all realistic, as we can see here. <laughs> it literally, it's yeah. just... When you think about it, yeah, like, it, it, going going off of, like, my theory, too, it's like, yeah, they really could have just put, like, any sort of... That's what it looks like. It's just, like, a radiator that they yeah. put inside it. And it's like, yeah. is that really an invention? Is that really the invention of the electric fireplace? It's just, like, make yeah. a fireplace. Yeah. Don't outfit it to like mm-hmm. vent out any smoke like yeah. just just the inside part of a of a fireplace without the chimney and everything and and then stick a radiator yeah. in it and that's it's not even flickering Oops. yeah um so they weren't at all realistic ideally um ideas rarely start in perfection be- but because of minor issues like two world wars and a Great Depression, it seemed like the electric fireplace would never exit stage right. Uh, to the future. With the mid-century modern designer came the desire to create the home of tomorrow, which meant it wasn't long before the ma- majesty of electric fireplace came to embrace the mind of daring 1950s architects and designers, always looking for fresh inspiration. Uh, there is, uh, okay. Uh, not only were these fire, electric fireplaces meant to be an interesting innovation in modern design, they were part of an active endeavor to show the brilliance of the individuality of America in the free world in the Cold War. Despite this efforts, the, that's not proper, despite these efforts, the electric fireplace still had major drawbacks, especially the lack of looking authentic. Mm. But with the advent of controlled electrical flame effects in 1981, mm. possibly laid just around the corner. Uh, have no fear. Have no fear. Dimplex is here. Uh, that's just a heading in this article. Now that the electric fire and flickering, flickering flame effects had gained... Uh, practicality, all that remained was the inclusion of that certain something to make electric fireplace look like actual fireplaces. The first to reach the mark was Dimplex, who patented who patented the first truly realistic wood-burning flame effect electric fireplace in 1995. Does it make the crackling sound? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> With that patent, The age of the electric fireplace truly began, as Dimplex became the first to market the electric fireplace commercially. Finally, the average consumer could enter the the dawn of a new age in new home heating characterized by less fuss and more eco-friendly options. Since 1995, electric fireplaces have gained momentum in the U.S. In recent years, other competitors have entered the market, and engineers all across the board have continued to innovate, improve, and rethink what is possible. Quite a journey indeed. Hmm. There we go. So, yeah, that's really interesting. This was one of the first electric fireplaces in the world. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. There we go. Learn something 
new yep. every minute. Yep. <laughs> I think that should about do us, though. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you in a minute.